Just a tiny little bit of fun. Just a little bit of funny. Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Bit of Funny. I'm Cole Henderson. I'm Thomas Heath. I'm Kira Prince. I'm Victoria Mears. This is an improvisational podcast where we talk about stuff and then improvise a podcast scene. I have a question. What, any interesting dreams recently? Yes. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I've I'm... had some pretty freaky dreams. There was one where I like, there was like just a flap on my leg and I like I opened the flap up and there was like nothing inside. It was just darkness. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I all the time have dreams that my teeth fall out, which is a stress mm. dream. And I'll always like try to like put them back in because I'm like, my parents paid so much money for braces. And I'll like try to put my teeth back in. So the other night I dreamt that my molars fell out. And then I was trying to hold them in while my friend was driving me to my parents' house. And she kept going over a bunch of railroad tracks. And so I kept bumping and it hurt so bad. I remember. And the morning I told, I told Joey and he's like, Hey, only one stress dream tonight. You're doing better. <laughs> and it's always weird because it's like in the dream when your teeth are falling out, it's like, Oh, it's only mildly distressing. It's like, shoot, shoot. Why are they falling out? But if that happened in real life, I'd be like, no, <laughs> no, stop. My stress dreams are, always well either uh, i i actually have a lot of different types of stress dreams but the most recent type is i'm driving a car but i cannot press the brakes mm -hmm. all the time all and the so time. in my last dream where this was the case i was actually driving my coworker's car because i was taking care of her dogs and it was terrifying do you have stress dreams thomas there is a certain type of dream that I had for about a decade. Now, it was not an every night thing. In fact, it was more of like just a couple times a year, but it was over the course of a decade. And what would happen with these dreams is I would wake up, my eyes would open, I would see my surroundings, but my dreams would also be interacting with my surroundings. I was not like in the sleep paralysis where I couldn't move. I would get up and I would move around the house and I would talk to people and they would respond to me and I would recognize like I'm in a dream, but it was absolutely horrifying. Most of the dreams were that there was a bomb on the complete opposite side of the world that was going to blow up the entire world and I was the only one who knew about it and I had about three minutes to get there and there was that absolute utter feeling of nothing absolutely nothing that i could do and i would just lose it there was one time my parents were out that evening on a, a date together and my other siblings they were all asleep and it was just me awake and i was just running around the house there was nothing i could do and i just went to the front door and i opened up the front door and i just stared out down you know empty streets and very tempted to just run out into the street and just like start running amok out there and i don't terrifying. know what would have happened luckily 
I haven't had one of those dreams since, I don't know, I was 19. So it's been seven years. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, we cut to um, Samantha and she's outside of the psychic's office. I just couldn't stop the car. The brakes weren't working and I was going down the hill and I couldn't stop the car. Do you think that means anything? In this dream, did you see any black holes, particularly um, in, in your leg region? Oh, yeah, now that you mention it, there was a flap in my leg that was just open. That is a problem. And we've actually had an influx of people having similar dreams lately. Um, so we'd like to invite you to be a part of a study. It's a small study, just you and two other people. Um, are, you, are you willing to sign a waiver to um, be a part of that? I guess if it helps give me answers. I really think it's your best shot. All right, Doc. Okay. I'll, I'll do it. All right, swipe to a conference with the therapist and the three client people. Yeah, it was the craziest thing. Like there was a bomb and I had to defuse it. But when I looked at my leg, there was just this flap and there was a black void of nothingness inside of my leg. Yeah, my dream. Hi, my name's Clint. Hey guys. Uh, oh, anyway, so my dream was like I was stranded on an island and the only thing to eat was like little coconut people. And they were like, oh no, please, I'm in pain. Your teeth are ripping into me. But I was like so hungry. And then I looked at, down at my leg and there's a dark flap in my leg. Okay, see, I'm, I'm very concerned with this consistency because you've all been telling me that you've been having these dreams for over a decade now and that they've been increasing. And I'm afraid that this hole that you're seeing in your dream represents something that's happening on a quantum level in our universe. So here's the deal. You've all been um, writing in your dream diaries consistently, yes? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, we need to analyze these. We need to go deep. We need to find the connections. We need to get to the point where you are lucid in these dreams because we need you to reach into that dark void and see what comes out. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, I've got you connected to these um, machines. And so you're going to be able to be in each other's dreams when you fall asleep this time, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Cole's going to fall asleep first. We're going to join his dream first. We're, we're in the dream. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, wow. This is, this is crazy. Hey, is oh. that you, man? It's it, it is. Clint, it's 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 me, Cole. Wow. Hey. Yeah. Cole? Clint? Yeah, hey, Samantha. Oh, good. Oh. God, there you are. Oh, man. So what we need to defuse a bomb? Oh, it's at it's it's at an ace hardware. It's like oh, that's like three miles from here. But, well, 
maybe if we had a car or something. Oh, oh, no. we, we can't get in the car. You, we can't listen, Samantha. You need to you need to dream about a car. You may I, not be able to drive, but I can drive. Okay. Here it is. Oh, there it is. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, Clint, Clint, uh, I'll ride shotgun. Uh, I know where the ace is. All right. All right. It's just <laughs> take a left here. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, uh, right up at the light. All right. Here we are. Whew. Oh, what aisle is it in? What aisle is it in? What if we split up and all check different parts of the store? That's a good idea. I like this. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to the tools. All right. Okay. I'll go to the produce. All right. I'll go to um, customer service. Good, good, good point. It's just a bunch of fruit. Oh, man. I'm finding tools that might be helpful and beneficial for diffusing a bomb. So I'm grabbing them, but I'm not finding the bomb. <clears throat> guys, Please. guys, I found the bomb. It's strapped to me. Oh. No. Oh. It's been on my back the entire time. Clint. There's the boy. It's opened up. Oh, no. Samantha. Someone has to reach in. Samantha, reach in, please. See what we can find. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. What? Oh. What? I feel wires. Okay. All right. All right. See if you can pull the wires out, Samantha. Okay. Are they at all connected to the bomb that is strapped to Clint's back? Okay, I'm gonna tug on them. You tell me, Clint. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely connected. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Cole, you you brought tools. You have a headlamp that you could get in here. Yes, I have I have a headlamp. Here here it is. All right. Man, that is dark in there. I know. Oh. Just reach in. Okay. Just poke your entire head in. Oh, okay, that is a massive flap in oh, your leg. Oh, it feels so weird. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I see it. I see there's there's a couple wires here, and there's there's a box they're connected to. Now, above one of the wires is a triangle. The other is a square, and the third is a circle. The oh, wire, the circle one. Circle, the circle. The okay. circle. All right. The one I'm, I couldn't draw as a child. Okay, okay, okay. The circle. I'm going to cut the circle first. All right, now, now two lights are flashing. One is green and the other is red. They're flashing at the same speed. It's got to be the red light. It the red symbolizes light. my parents, how they'd stop me from chasing my dreams. Okay, I'm pushing the button with the red light. The lights have stopped. Um, oh, there's, there's a noise. It's, it's, it sounds like clicking now. Oh no. Oh no. It's the coconut people. Oh, oh no. They're inside my leg. Hey, oh. you ate us. All right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the coconut people and uh, I'm gonna start pulling them out. And if I pull them out of you, maybe that will free them, all right? Okay, yeah, I think it's, it's just like operation. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is how it's working. One, uh, two, <laughs> three, four, five. There, ah, you five. Me. Oh, all right, people. You're, you're free. You're free from Clint. Um, the, the sound, the sound has stopped. There are no lights, no, no nothing. I think it's diffused. Oh, you did it.
I'm coming out of the, the world. I'm coming out. Okay, so I'm closing the flap. Uh, wow. The, the bombs, the bombs stopped. <clears throat> That's phenomenal. Back to the office. All right. You pulled out the coconut people. Yes. And you didn't know this, but on this end, coconut people appeared in Central Park. Whoa. I called in some special favors, and I found out that in the exact moment that you diffused the bomb, a bomb was diffused on the other side of the world. So I propose that we call you officially the Dream Team, and that you are now, according to the president, a band of superheroes that will be the first defense against all international crises. Uh, this is an honor, to say the least. Clint, Samantha, I am more than excited to know that I have been paired with you three, you two, us three, this dream team. Yeah, look at me now, mom and dad. Proud to serve my country. And ever since that day, whenever a crisis was brought about, the dream team was called in and together they would dive into dreams and conquer and save the world through this dark flap that was in their leg. The end. Guys, the slogan would be sleeping on the job. <laughs> Man. Man. So Father's Day is coming up, right? Yeah. My dad has the shirt. He's a, a district attorney and he uh, had the shirt on the other day and it said drug recognition expert on it. And I read it as Doug recognition expert, which is not only my father's name, but his boss's name. And I was like, that's hilarious. You and your boss, you just be like, you're Doug, I'm Doug. So I sure hope he doesn't listen to this one yet. But I already ordered it. I'm going to embroider an expert. You can just look in the mirror and be like, all right, so that's him. My dad's birthday is like two days after Father's Day. And my, my dad is very much into celebrating uh, all holidays. And so there is no even consideration that those two concepts of birthday and Father's Day can be melded together. You have to get him two separate presents, two separate whatevers. And for me, June is always just like, because it's my brother's birthday too, it's always like, ah, oh, dang it, it's June. I have to think of all the gifts. But the great thing about June is that Father's Day, we, so our family, every holiday, we choose a, a movie to watch. And Father's Day, it's the entire extended edition of Lord of the Rings. So, that's Dang. Me. When you yeah. say the entire extended edition, are you talking about the entire trilogy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we have similar tradition. Every Christmas we watch Better Off Dead, which is the best movie, by the way. It's John Cusack. Yeah, it's a great movie. And it's just our Christmas movie. Because we there's a scene about Christmas Carol. That's what my family watches. We watch that every Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we typically all fall asleep while watching it. Well, not all of us, but most of us fall asleep while watching it. Sounds about right. Well, you gotta fall asleep so Santa can come. 
Yeah. I've never been allowed to watch Groundhog's Day other than on Groundhog's Day. I feel like if I had a fam- if I had a family, I hope I have a family, but like I'd make up really weird rules for my kids that they would think is completely normal. And then they like talk to other kids and they're like, what? Your, your grandma's bones aren't a bagpipe? Mine are. Something like that, you know? We're going to teach our kids to read time from the binary clock that we got for our wedding. That is super cool. Yeah. I love that we just kind of glazed over the little quirk that Kira mentioned about some weird tradition. I love that we're jumping over that. I am really curious, Kira. I'm not jumping over this. I don't know, Thomas. Seems completely normal to me. Well, all right. Maybe, maybe I'm the odd kid out here. I guess, I guess my kids would be the ones asking Kira's kids what's going on. We cut to a family on Christmas morning. There is mother, father, and Hendrik, the son. He is opening the first gift of the morning. Here you go. Here you go, Hendrik, my son. Oh boy, I am so excited. Now this is a very special present. Yes. And it's a family tradition for you to have this. All right. So you're telling me this is the one that's been passed down for generations. Today's the day that I get to open. It is the one. Oh boy. Oh, I've always wanted this. Oh, bagpipes. Yes. I'm so excited. Yep. Oh. The bagpipes. Thank you, Mom. Bones. Thank you, Dad. It just, it makes me so emotional. This is like the best Christmas ever. I'm so happy that I, being the oldest, get to hold on to this as a family tradition. And someday we'll be able to pass it down to my oldest. Merry Christmas, son. Merry Christmas, father. Later that afternoon, Hendrik is trying to learn how to play the bagpipes. So I just hold the pipe under the elbow like this. And I blow into the mouth. How do I keep the pipes standing upright? I just, they always just fall over. So under the elbow. Oh. Oh. Don't hold it like that. I'm sorry, great great grandmother Marjorie. I'm 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 new to this. It, it's 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 my first day. Ah, oh, your biceps—they're much too weak. Really press on those bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Like but so. But first, we need to practice filling them up. So I blow in here through the femur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no use. I'm if trying. you can't play Amazing Grace, I will never pass to the other side. <clears throat> Grandma Marjorie, I, 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 it's, it's quite a lot of pressure for this to fall upon me. Obviously, you, I'm sorry. It's not my fault that my husband connected my soul to these bones in a bagpipe. First off, even though, I mean, you two brought in some people that brought in some people that brought in some more people that brought in me to this world. I have to say, great-great-grandma Marjorie, that he was kind of a little odd. Um, you, you really I, should have married someone else. I'm not going to tell you that I approve of my own decisions, but my life is over now. And right. by the way, you should really break up with your girlfriend. She is not 
the material that you want to marry. She's she's the bagpipe bone making type. Really? I mean, okay, I guess for someone to accept me with this kind of weird tradition, I guess that does take a rather unique person, but but she's like the only one that I actually feel normal around. That hurt that sad. Hello. Hendrick. Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey. How about you, Janice? Hey, I'm good. Fantastic. I'm totally good. Well, did you get some nice Christmas presents? Yeah, my mom got me a lot of cursed objects. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're witches wow. by trade, but you know this already. <laughs> yes, I do. You're right. You're right. I. Whoa. Well, is that it is. It it's finally been passed down. Um, it's mine now. It's it's made from the bones of great 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 grandmother Marjorie. She's a curse digger. Be yep. the chain breaker and break her heart. Okay. Well, um so uh, one 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 moment, uh, Janice. Give give me just a moment. I'm going to go into my room and just check on something really quick. I'll, I'll be right back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. While you do that, can I, you know, look at the the bone bagpipe, please? You know what? It's kind of an heirloom. I'm just going to hold on to it for right oh, now. I'm not going to do anything I, to it. I just got it today. I really shouldn't, you know. Give it to me, Andrew. Okay. Give me the bagpipe. Oh, 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 well, oh, okay. All right. All right. Here, here you go. Okay. Uh, but Thank don't, you. but don't, don't, don't curse it any worse than it already is. Don't try. Hendrick. Yeah. Um, well, I you know I gotta go to my room. Um, yeah. Um, don't do anything dumb. That's what I'm saying. All right. Let's see. Uh, one moment, Janice. Great, great, great grandmother Marjorie. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised that she couldn't see you being her line of business, being witch word. But let's go. All right. What What's up, Grandma? Great, great grandma. I told you, break up with her, and also let make her take her hands off of my bones. It is very uncomfortable. I can feel all of the curses she's worked with in the last week. <sighs> um. Well, Grandma, I, okay. it's kind of a little quick to break up with her, but but I'm just gonna go get the peg pipes right now because it was a really bad idea. Walking out into the room, Kend Hendrick sees that Janice is gone. Okay, so the bagpipes are gone, but hey, they're your bones. Tell me you got some kind of like tracking system where you know where they are and you can just appear there and then tell me where they are. Hendrick, Hendrick yeah. I'm growing weaker. My okay. soul is tied to the bones. I will have to appear next to your girlfriend. Fantastic. All right. All right. Swipe to Janice. Mom, mom, I got the, I got their family heirloom. We Ooh. finally have it. Finally, I've been eyeing that family for so long. Yeah, I, I tricked Hendrick into thinking I liked him. <laughs> and now we have it. Smart boy. Girl. I'm, Girl. I'm, I know I have a deep voice, mom. I was talking to the dog. He's much smarter than you because he also can get bones. So you're not that. Yeah, whatever, mom. Listen, the ghost of the grandmother is going to appear any second now. 
And when she does, we're going to bind her to our service so that she'll serve our family forever. I'm not going to appear to you. Ah, but insane you aren't. You already have. Good luck. My husband might have been crazy, but he was very good at his protections. Slight back to Hendrik. Okay, all right. So, let's see. Okay, garlic, steak knife. Oh, some iron. Just, you never know when you need that. Okay, um, one last thing. Holy water. Yep, all right, all right. I think I got it all. I'm ready. All right, I, I got to go find grandma. Uh, great, great, great grandma. All right. I bet you she went back to, I bet you Janice went back to her place. Swipe to the front door. Oh, what a Oh, Janice, your asthmatic boyfriend is at the door. I can hear him wheezing. Yeah, no wonder he wasn't able to unlock the power of the bagpipes. Listen, I'll go take care of him, all right, Mom? You just focus on Grandma. I will. Hello, sweet. Janice, I am back for my bagpipes. It is a family heirloom, and you know it. I need it right now. Listen, we, mm-hmm. we're a family of witches. We, it's much safer in our hands. No, 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 no. It is a family heirloom, and I'm coming to reclaim what is rightfully mine by birth. Well, you might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But what if I sat on the couch and invited you over for cuddles? No, 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 no. I brought, I brought garlic specifically for this reason. Nope. Well, I brought popcorn. Oh. We're going to watch Groundhog's Day. Hendrick, <laughs> you're weak-willed. You're just like your grandfather. Great, 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 Marjorie. I have a plan. All right. All right, all right, I'm gonna get it. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, some cuddles seem really nice and helpful in this situation. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And sit on the couch. You know what, you sit on the couch first. I am on the couch. Oh, <laughs> shucks. Yep, I, I, uh, yep, I, I, uh, all right, yeah. And uh, um, mm, uh, uh, mm. we see Kendrick fumbling pulling out his uh, iron bar that he was carrying in his back pocket. He then swiftly hits Janice on the head, knocking her out on the couch. Oof. Okay. Oof. Well, I, I, wow, that, uh, that was a lot easier than I thought. Well, I told you to break up with her. That would have been the brave thing to do. But, well, you know, okay. domestic violence. Mm. Marge, okay, I'm breaking up with her after this. I just need to get the bagpipes. I need to get your bones, okay? And okay. I don't know how long she's going to remain unconscious, and she's not going to fall for the iron bar trick twice. Now, I need... Um, do, do you know where her mother went, Marjorie? Do you, do you know where yeah, she went? Because holding she has the, bag- the bagpipes upstairs. Upstairs. All right. <laughs> okay. 
cut to the mother with the bagpipes. Yes, I have the bagpipes. I got them for you. Oh, you need to take them now. It'll be any minute before he finds out that that I'm working for his great-great-great-grandfather, Marjorie. Fine. But I must meet, I must meet him myself. After all, ah, it was us, our line, that brought this curse upon him. I must see what he has become. (laughs) Bursting in through the door, we see Hendrik. You, stop right there, right now. Give me my great-great-great-grandmother's bagpipes and bones. Oh, Marjorone, I should have known it was you behind this the whole time. Yes, yes, it was me. You see, I have brought this curse upon your family. And now it is time to enter the final stage. The final stage? No, you don't mean. Yes, yes, I do mean. Oh, Matilda, Matilda, you don't, he he didn't tell you about the final stage, did he? What's the final stage? Oh, well, you see, it's where he starts possessing my whole family. We all come back to life, those who have passed on. Well, you see, we're going to be under his control, under his will, and some very dark, evil things are going to occur. How can you stop him? Um, well, you see, uh, you can't stop me. It is too late already. <laughs> I have the bagpipes. I have you here. I have Matilda. No one, but no one could stop me now. Hendrick <laughs> can stop you. All he has to do is play something that sounds remotely like Amazing Grace on this bagpipe. Bursting in through the room, we see Janice. Janice quickly summons the bagpipes away from Marjorone and hands them to Hendrick with some words of encouragement. You hit my head pretty hard and you messed up my brain pretty good, but I forgive you. It really hurt. Thank you. I'm very happy that you are so on board with this, even though you've been a little unconscious for what's been going on. At least I can still use magic. Yes. Hey, and Hendrik. Yes, Janice. I'm sorry about tricking you. I'm sorry about hitting you over the head with a metal bar. I'm going to fall unconscious again now. Okay. At this moment, Hendrik tries his best and miraculously starts playing Amazing Grace. The sound is so beautiful and incredible that Marjorone disappears. He crumbles into the nothingness and disappears, never to attack the family again. Hendrik, I am so proud of you. So proud of you. Goodbye, great-great-grandmother Marjorie. Thank you. And from that day forward, 
every soul in that family laid at rest peacefully. The end. That was a fun one. Guys, thank you so much for listening to A Bit of Funny. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Just a tiny little bit of fun.